You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Coming at you twice a week here in the offseason. That is Mark Grandy. I am Evan Giddings. We're going to get into a lot today that John Lynch discussed. Was supposed to be talking about the NFL draft and got into (laughs) everything but that, it seemed, Mark. Uh, We're going to discuss, of course, the biggest news going down in the NFL that revolves around a notable quarterback. But before we do, how are you? I'm doing well, Evan. Yeah, there was a, a major trade involving a quarterback in the NFL, but it was not a Niner quarterback. So we'll get into that. <laughs> Maybe a Niner quarterback trade is coming up. Uh, we'll get into that, of course. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing well, Evan. Uh, busy, busy time of the year uh, for you and me. I know we've got a lot going on. It's draft week. Finally, looking forward uh, to Thursday, even though the Niners very likely will not be making a draft selection on Thursday. It's still fun um, to, to figure out and, and see where the surprises are and, and how everything works out. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm doing well overall. How are you? Yeah, everything's been good. I'm looking forward to uh, getting out of town towards the end of the week. So after mm. we're finishing up our episodes, looking forward to heading south for some sunshine. And uh, looking forward to digging into these quarterback discussions, both with the 49ers and outside, because, look, I, I think this is kind of the the direction we want to take the podcast at the behest of John Lynch, because he was available as we're recording this on Monday, hearing this on Tuesday for public availability and media conference to discuss the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, but of course the 49ers don't have a pick until number 99. And and this was honestly something we've been sort of wrestling with Mark. It's like, well, how much draft talk do we do? How much discussion do we get in about certain positions and, and topics surrounding the 49ers? And really everything seems to swirl around not only the quarterback room, but the potential moving of a quarterback in Trey Lance. And so of course, all of the questions for John Lynch, as he was asked, were about different players on his team and pretty much nothing to do with the NFL draft and selections themselves. So first, if we're starting with Trey Lance, you know, John Lynch spoke on it. And as far as the trade market is concerned, said, quote, there's a lot of smoke, really. It hasn't been really active, uh, hasn't been that substa- uh, substantive. And we and he are focused on his ability to compete and play an integral role on this team. He expects Trey to be there essentially saying they are not shopping him actively. But he did mention, Mark, that they have taken phone calls. And that kind of, as as we've discussed over the podcast the last couple of weeks, it, he wouldn't be doing his job if he wasn't taking those calls. But he's been in constant communication with Trey Lance about everything that's going on. Trey Lance has been briefed. We've now been briefed. 
what did you make of it? Um, I, I took away from, from this John Lynch, you know, he answered, oh, I don't know, almost 10 questions about Trey Lance and about his quarterback room. Uh, I took away that he's available for the right price. No one has met the price yet. Um, this did not seem like a guy in John Lynch who, uh, has an asset in Trey Lance that he does not want to move. This seems like if the price is right, yeah, you can get him. And, you know, it's just, it's just a question of whether someone is going to meet that price. Uh, you mentioned, he said, I expect Trey to be here. The question, you know, straight up was, is it accurate to say that your expectation is that Trey Lance will be on the roster throughout the 2023 season? And he said, quote, yeah, absolutely. I expect Trey to be here and we're excited about Trey's ability to compete and what he can do for our franchise, just as we were when we drafted Trey. Okay. Maybe you're telling the truth. I call a little bit of BS there. You do not feel the same exact way today. We record this Monday, April 24th. That's when John Lynch said it as when you drafted him just about two full years ago now in you know late April 2021. There is zero chance you feel the same exact way. And John Lynch, you're probably telling the truth when you say, quote, I expect Trey to be here. Yes, you probably do expect that because you're probably asking for too much in return that other teams might not be willing to give you. But the key word here is expect. He's used that before in the past regarding other players, other situations. Expect has nothing to do with intention. It does not mean that he's guaranteeing Trey Lance is a 49er. All he's saying is, if I had to pick a side right now, I would probably pick the side that Trey Lance is still a 49er. But if he was dead set on Trey Lance being a 49er for 2023 and beyond, Evan, he would not just come out and say, I expect it. He would say, Trey Lance will be on our roster. He would come out and say something definitive. Because it's not 100% definitive, Evan, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it seems to me that the Niners still have Trey Lance available for the right price. No, I don't think that's an unfair conclusion to come to at all, especially because later on in his comments, as we'll talk about in just a little bit, he did refer to another franchise cornerstone on his team, and he was pretty definitive in how he defined his future with the 49ers. So I'll leave that there for a second. I think I think you're spot on. I think that the price that the 49ers want has not been met, or I would imagine approached. Otherwise, there might be some... I would say out that John Lynch would perhaps give himself, uh, which he did not do and could be potentially turned back on him in, in the future. I don't think that they're speaking their minds about Trey Lance. I also think that again, if you're trying to keep a guy's value at a certain floor, then you're going to talk about him as if he's a valued member of your organization. You're not going to come out and say, we don't really know. You know, he mentioned the fact that they have a great quarterback room. He also referenced multiple times that Brock Purdy is at the head of the table when it comes to that quarterback room. I still do not believe the 49ers move off of Trey Lance this offseason or do not trade him at the NFL draft. And the reason is because I don't think that price that you're referring to that John Lynch is not going to come out and say publicly is going to be met. And I just think it's a situation where you're kind of stuck or Trey Lance is stuck a little bit in between being a guy that at 
Brock Purdy's best is not going to play, but also isn't good enough to warrant something back for the 49ers to move off of him. And there was another quarterback that was traded today that offered kind of, I think, an insight to perhaps what maybe a quarterback market could become. Um, I don't think personally Trey Lance right now comes anywhere close to that. And that is going to be the reason why he's still in San Francisco, combined with the fact that, again, Brock Purdy, by all accounts, is looking great. He's progressing nicely. Six more weeks until he can start throwing the football. But if something goes wrong, you need to have a contingency plan. And I think Trey Lance is naturally a part of that, whether folks like it or not. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I, I, I think you might be on to something. One thing that um, I've been thinking about a lot recently, I know... I have been of the mind that I think Trey Lance gets traded and you and I both agree that it seems likely if it were to happen that it would be on or around the draft, whether it's day one, day two, whatever, just because the Niners are without, you know, picks in the first two rounds, it would make sense that they would maybe try to move off of an asset to get some more assets in this upcoming draft. But the reality is, as I think about it a little bit more, and this is a point you've brought up a number of times, Evan. Um, the Niners may need Trey Lance as an insurance policy if things go wrong with Brock Purdy. So it might not be in the team's best interest to make a decision, you know, meaning a trade on Trey Lance. Now, when the reality of Brock Purdy's elbow is still up in the air. Um, so maybe the 49ers end up trading Trey Lance later on in the offseason, potentially, once they get an answer on Brock Purdy's elbow. Maybe that means they're they're getting future, you know, picks back, not you know, not ones for the 2023 NFL draft. But then it got me thinking, okay, at what point do does Trey Lance and his camp ask for a trade? Because if I'm Trey Lance, I I'm not sure I want to be in San Francisco to begin with, but if you're telling me that I am either going to go into this season with the San Francisco 49ers as maybe a spot starter for an injured Brock Purdy, but potentially a third stringer behind Brock Purdy and the guy you just signed off the street who has really struggled as a starter in his career, or I'm going to be traded, say in july or august once the niners have an idea of brock purdy's return i mean to me those are two terrible options at what point if i'm trey lance and his entire camp do i just come up to the 49ers and say hey get me out of here this is just a, a losing situation for me i wish it worked out better i'm sorry but you cannot tell me i'm going to be potentially a third string quarterback or you're going to trade me a month before the season starts and i'm going to be in a lose-lose situation somewhere else where i don't know the scheme and i don't know the situation it just does not seem like this is a spot where trey lance should want to be now, maybe he's just a, a better man than i and, and he'll tough it out and he'll try to make things work 
But the more I think about it, Evan, the timing on this for the two sides just kind of clash. And and I don't know if if we're headed for, you know, potentially Trey Lance asking for a trade. No, I, I think that's probably the next step, especially if Brock Beck comes back and looks healthy. Um, I think that's that's definitely a possibility. And so maybe, you know, a, a draft day, especially one draft day or the, the second draft day looks to be the time in which you'd have to move Lance. And I, one thing that I have kind of been trying, trying to wrestle with when it comes to Trey and I, I'm with you, like if I was him, I would I would kind of want out if it doesn't look like I'm going to get a chance to play and I'm coming up on, you know, my first deal essentially and i'm not looking like i'm gonna get a chance to prove myself to the team that drafted me and traded for me or a potential other suitor but trey lance has no leverage like even if he wanted to trade if unless the 49ers want to deal him again i I just think he's stuck like he's not in a position of a bargaining power to go to them and say hey you know what you're not going to use me get me out of here they'll say Okay, well, that's not going to happen because we may, in fact, actually need you at one point, depending on if Brock Purdy gets hurt, if maybe Brock Purdy isn't what the you know the quarterback he was last year, maybe Sam Darnold reverts back to being 2021 Sam Darnold. I don't know. Like There is an avenue, I think, for Trey Lance to play this year, although it's not looking like a good one. And so I don't see why the Niners would move off of him at his behest. If him, if him go, he's, he's going to them and saying, dude, I... I I, I'm sorry, I need a trade. Or his agent walks to the 49ers and says, we got to get out of here. The 49ers have every single chip to play as far as, I'm sorry, you are not worth anything to be dealt. You got to sit and hope that you get a chance to play. Yeah, just because he asks for a trade doesn't mean the Niners have to grant that wish. I will say, generally speaking, and I know you're going to come back at me with the Debo Samuel trade request last year, I think that was more a negotiating tactic than anything else. Um, but the Niners... If, if Trey Lance is a first-team All-Pro this year, then yes, he can ask for a trade next year. Yeah, and I, I know what you're saying, but I'm talking, I think the Niners generally, and maybe this is a bias of mine, but the Niners organization generally does right by their players. It, it does generally seem that way. I mean, what, Jeff Wilson Jr., when he was... Uh, the Niners starting running back after some injuries this most recent season. And then the team acquired Christian McCaffrey. Of course, the Niners got something back for Jeff Wilson Jr. They didn't just gift him to the Miami Dolphins, but they thought, hey, Jeff, we're going to send you to an organization that's unfamiliar to you, but full of players and people that are familiar to you. And you're going to have a chance to get a lot of carries. You're not going to have those chances here. Generally, this is an organization, I think, that takes their players' wishes into account. Now, you're right. Just because Trey Lance asks for a trade doesn't mean the Niners are going to grant his every wish. And it's definitely a little different at the quarterback position than the running back position. But something that John Lynch also said uh, on Monday, he was asked about uh, you know, his conversations with Trey Lance. Like, what have you said to Trey Lance while all these trade rumors swirl? He brought up a conversation he had with Mike McGlinchey this most recent season when he said, hey, Mike, given the construction of our roster right now, how much money you're going to command on the open market, it seems unlikely we're going to be able to re-sign you when your contract ends. So, Mike, we're going to look into potentially trading you to see if before your contract expires, 
We can move on from you. He said he likes to be transparent. He likes his players to know when there are calls being made about them. And then he said he's had that conversation with Trey Lance. Again, nothing definite. It's not like the Niners are out there calling every single team in the NFL, begging them to acquire Trey Lance. But he's made it known as well to Trey Lance that these conversations are happening. At least the calls are being made to the 49ers. So you're right. Just because Trey Lance asks for a trade doesn't mean that the Niners are going to grant him his wish. All I will say is I think the 49ers generally take into account their players' desires, maybe a little bit more than the average NFL team does, but uh, the quarterback position is probably a little bit different. Niners are more likely to do what benefits them as opposed to what benefits one of their quarterbacks because that position, of course, is just so important. Yeah, and before we move on quickly, I do think that the Jeff Wilson Jr. example is interesting I also know that after Elijah Mitchell went down shortly after, even with the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey, I think the 49ers might have wanted to still have Jeff Wilson Jr. at some point that season. And it didn't, you know, play a a factoring role in the outcome of their year. They were very good, but maybe there's a situation where Kyle Shannon's like, "Ah, you know, maybe if we had that extra back, we'd be able to do this. Or, you know, if we had that extra quarterback here, we'd be able to do this. I do think, the finale of last season plays into this a lot. Maybe I'm making more of it than I should, but I just feel like the added depth of maybe not completely trusted, but quality quarterback play is something that cannot go overlooked by the front office or the coaching staff, just because they were left in a position where they had none last year. So something to keep an eye on. 